This week, we face more lawsuits, and we learn about two different representatives who either were censured or they were relieved of their committee duties in the House. You're listening to Politics Politics, and this is the week of 2 2 Politics, 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 always. Hello, everyone. Um, I hope you had a great week. Uh, today was Super Bowl Sunday. I know the results by now, but if you haven't seen it yet, I guess I won't tell you. Um, this week, I wanted to start out with Marjorie Green Taylor. And I mentioned her once before with her like really weird attempt to impeach Biden. And I wanted to talk about her last week, but I had more interesting topics that I felt were more interesting. So this week, in fact, just Friday, she was relieved of her duties in the House of Representatives. So there was a vote and all of the Democrats voted to relieve her of her duties. They had the majority. So that should have been about enough. But 11 Republicans also joined the Democrats in the right decision. Still, that leaves exactly 199 Republicans defending a person with horrible views. There are party lines. um, And if you cross the party line, you will face mild to extreme criticism from your state or from your fellow colleagues, um, such as if you impeach Trump, many faced a lot of criticism from their state. We'll talk about that later. But for this one, from the extremity of her comments and the conspiracy theories, I, I think it would have been fine across your party lines. Anyways, before they relieved her of her duties, she did have this apologization speech and like she was walking back on the extreme conspiracy theories that she had spread. But in the press conference after that, she sort of unwalked back from some of those. Um, she was on the Education and Labor Committee and the Budget Committee. And the Republicans, they were given a chance to relieve her of her duties before a vote. But Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House of Representatives, he said he didn't want to. Right. And so he, he also promised vengeance like if they got the house again she would get back on all the committees and stuff but that's only if they get the house back and i hope they won't either way marjorie taylor green has spread some really extreme conspiracy theories um some i don't really want to talk about they're really disgusting um there are a couple which i feel that aren't extreme as others and i want to tell you those so one is that she claims Californian wildfires were caused by a space laser laser that was made and controlled by a Jewish Rothschild family. I'm not sure how to pronounce them. Sorry if I mispronounced that. So first of all, if there really was a space laser, wouldn't have it been reported and or found out by like some space agency such as NASA, right? And the Rothschild, I, I'm 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 sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but the Rothschild family is in charge of a banking firm. They're not really in the space lasers business. It makes no logical sense. And it leaves me confused of how this was made in the first place and why anybody would believe it. But I get, there's more that I want to talk about after this, too. Um, one is that she claims Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib 
aren't actual members of Congress since they didn't take the oath of office with their hands on the Bible. And so it's like tradition to put your hands on the book of your religion when you are sworn into office. Um, they put their hands on the Quran. It's a different book of religion. Um, and Marjorie Green Taylor doesn't think that makes them like real legitimate members of Congress. She thinks you need to put your hand on the Bible in order to be in Congress. Also, she was probably in the top five members of Congress spreading election fraud conspiracy theories and making the lie even more popular that the election was rigged. Now, there are many, many more conspiracy theories that were either too extreme or didn't have any time to fit in here. But I hope that was enough conspiracy theories from her from now. Don't believe any of them. They're absolutely fake. So she had this like press conference after and she was apologizing. But then she was walking back on some of her apologies in her first speech, too. Um, Her speech was mainly about how Congress was corrupt and how she was disappointed with how some of her colleagues had voted. She also, as I said before, walked back on some of her apologies in the speech before. She had an argument with some reporters. She gave uh, one American News Network reporter two questions instead of one. You're not supposed to do that. But either way, it was her press conference. And it's a great thing that she no longer can do anything but vote in Congress. Honestly, this should have been something I'd already expected, but I was caught off guard. Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Fox News have been sued by Smartmatic Voting Systems. Now, this is slightly more interesting than the last week's lawsuit we had because the company that Giuliani and friends had been spreading conspiracy theories about was a company named Smartmatic. And their system was only used in Los Angeles County. So that's one county in the entire United States of America. Now, L.A. County, it has a population of 10 million, which is really big, but still it's an extremely illogical conspiracy theories. Um, Fox News has had three of their hosts highlighted in this lawsuit. Um, it has Maria Baritromo. I think I pronounced that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Janan Piro. I also mispronounced that probably. Sorry. And Lou Dobbs. I didn't mispronounce that. I hope. It would be embarrassing if I did. And Lou Dobbs was the host of Fox's highest rated show. His show has actually been canceled now because of that lawsuit. Um, They should have canceled all three of these shows before, but they didn't because of rating systems and the TV channel war and all of this complicated stuff. So now Smartmatic has its like 290 page lawsuit, which is pretty long and they made it clear that fox giuliani and powell they needed this sort of villain in this story and they chose smartmatic as the villain they also said that there's a projected about 770 million dollars worth of losses in the next five years for their company um also like dominion voting system smartmatic said that they would need to spend more than about 4.5 million dollars in cybersecurity effort in order to protect their own employees from abuse. Now, Fox said that they were committed to giving in-depth and accurate reporting and from the likes of this lawsuit, their defense itself, the response to the lawsuit 
is a lie. And they said that they were proud of the coverage of the 2020 election. Powell said in response to this lawsuit that this is just another political maneuver by the radical left. And good old Rudy said that this is a golden opportunity for discovery and that he looks forward to litigating them. This all could have been avoided if they just spoken the truth and they didn't care about ratings. But unfortunately, time travel is still 5,000 years from now. So for the time being, it's an important lesson for all TV stations. I did say earlier that we would talk about states taking action against their representatives. And now we're going to talk about Liz Cheney. We have two representatives in one week. That's the first time. So Liz Cheney is now officially disapproved of by her own district in Wyoming. So she was a target of a nowadays censuring spree that states are on. And these censuring sprees are to somewhat punish their representatives who voted to impeach Trump. Now, what they said was that Liz Cheney had failed to represent them and she had instead decided to vote for not the people, but to settle her own personal problems with the president. They said that there was solid proof that the president didn't incite the riot at the Capitol and that Black Lives Matter and Antifa had hijacked these so-called peaceful protests that they were having. And I just want to say something right here. Antifa would never hijack the rally. Antifa is extremely ex- opposed to Trump. And on the day at the Capitol, the, the, that on that day, they were certifying votes that weren't in favor of the president. They would want those votes to happen because that would make the president officially not the president for like, I don't know, the 10th time. There's a lot of certification processes. And so... They would want that to happen. And Black Lives Matters itself is a peaceful organization. They would never do anything violent at all. So accusing them is just plain out racist, illogical and mean. Trump supporters have been fed these lies 24 seven. It's been a very long time. They're still being fed these lies, even though he's like 17 days out of office. For some reason, they don't believe the facts and they choose not to believe the facts. Although there, I guess there's a point for Liz Cheney. I guess it technically does make sense that the district that she is representing, she didn't represent them in that impeachment vote because the district censured her and they wouldn't have censured her for like no reason. They had a reason to censure her. And her the vote that she cast in the impeachment trial, it was the right decision. It was the truthful decision, but it wasn't the district's decision. Now, this district is planning to withhold donations to her next campaign when she decides to run again in 2022. Hopefully, by then, they can sort out the fake from the real. Um, this week, Liz Cheney did maintain her spot as the third highest ranked Republican in the House of Representatives, and she did that with a clear margin. But we'll have to wait until next week to see if anything else happens to any more senators. That was actually pretty much it for this week. Um, It was the three stories, but there is one last closing off story, and I want to talk about it. It's the $1.9 trillion COVID relief plan that has been passed. It was an extremely long night for the Senate. Um, They had over 40 votes in that one night. But Kamala Harris finally got to cast her first tie-breaking vote that passed the $1.9 trillion bill. Um, 
so the bill, it was set for $1,400 per person, but from the 40 votes, they made many amendments to the bill. And so now it's families with high incomes, they won't get the $1,400. Um, they actually never specified what their definition of high income was. So I guess we'll have to wait on that. But another thing they did that night was they managed to make sure that the minimum wage doesn't rise to $15 per hour from the national minimum wage level of $7.25 per hour. Um, the minimum wage varies per state, so it may be different in your own state. Um, this is great news for people who agree that this virus is already hard enough on businesses and that raising the minimum wage would make it even harder for these struggling businesses to pay their own workers. It's particularly bad news for mostly Democrats who really wanted to raise the minimum wage as it was a key part of Biden's campaign. You were listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this month, please celebrate Black Heritage, learn about a famous civil rights leader or someone else, and support your local-owned Black business. You were listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this was the week of 2 2021 You were listening to Politics Schmaltics, and see you next week.